listening to The Rick Z Show. I'm your host, Rick Z, and we're coming to you from the Clubhouse Studios here in beautiful downtown Rhinebeck, right in the heart of the Hudson Valley. And boy, do we have an exciting show today. I know I'm excited. Rusty, are you excited? Absolutely. Okay, he's excited too. We have a group here, a three-member group, but we have two of the members here. The group is Queentown, the talented Donna Lewis, wonderful songwriter and pop sensation, and another wonderful songwriter and great artist in her own right, Pamela Sue Mann. Ladies, welcome to the Rick Z Show. Pleasure to be Thank here. Thank you. It's really nice. The to queens s- are here. <laughs> yeah, the queens are here. Yes. <laughs> well, we're gr- we're very grateful that you are. And I'm wondering about this group in a way. I know it's a three-piece. It's the two of you and also David Barron. David Barron, he's the third, third, he's the third queen. Yes. That's right. How does he feel about that? I wonder. I think he likes it. He, he likes it. Okay. Queen, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> well, next time we'll get him he on as well. Got, you know, finally yeah. got to be queen. How do you guys divvy up the responsibility of Queentown? I mean, everybody's got their own specific roles, that their fortes, the things that they're best at that they do. What do you guys do, divided up into your own kind of factions of responsibilities? Pamela, do, do you write a lot of the lyrics? I bring the mischief. You bring the mischief. <laughs> yes, you do. You do. She does. <laughs> Very mischievous. Mm-hmm. We like that. Donna keeps us... Pam sends me literally she'll (laughs) probably send me I don't know like 50 kind of song lyrics that many she's very (laughs) prolific no she's very prolific wow also kind of a problem yeah and Donna's my friend she loves me so she allows she hasn't blocked me yet she tolerates it yeah yes (laughs) well I'm sure there's a lot of great stuff in there and then what do you do yeah and then I you know it's very organic really but she sends me a few things and then like reading through them it's like I scan them and like one of them will just jump out at me and I think that's how it started with Done With Love which is the first one I read that lyric and I just thought that would make a great pop song and then I just went away and just worked out a little sort of demo of it sang it sent it to Pam what you think that's cool yeah and then take it up to David Barron's and then the master queen (laughs) um, (laughs) really shapes it you know creates this really cool sound and then um, a lot of dancing yeah in the studio a lot of dancing yeah a lot of dancing okay and dancing um, queens yeah oh dancing queen Uh, yes (laughs) it would have been a good name for the band too (laughs) yeah and then we just like uh, normally you know after after the first day come up with something interesting and then especially with done with love and then when we went back home we had a bit of a break for a week i think and then we went back up to his place and we we did a few more things i'd added a few other vocals and then um it kind of took another turn into a different direction which was i know for you at the time i I think you left the room at one point i'm sure you were thinking what the hell is (laughs) happening now (laughs) it's changing but um it was all for the better because oh god yeah it was such a lesson in trust you know just something being turned on its head and going wow my god that's not only is it better but it's unique it's really unique well yeah. it, c- it certainly is unique I mean, they're definitely different like it's interesting because donna and i have written together for quite a while and things come together in different ways throughout time you know just depending on the time but that's beautiful too we're so malleable in the way that we well, we did, you know, them. when we first got together with working on stuff, Pam would sit at my piano, I'd be at my Nord, and we would improv, wouldn't we? That was so And fun. that's how yeah. Indeed came about, the first song that we did together. The Llewellyn mix. Yes, y- You guys were right. in a different band at that time. Llewellyn, yes. yes. Can Llewellyn. Can you, can you pronounce that again yeah, for me. Llewellyn. It's <laughs> so hilarious because there's this Welsh <laughs> comedian, <laughs> Jimmy Carr, who was talking about he said, oh my gosh, the Welsh language was developed by a dad who was really bad at Scrabble. <laughs> and, um, and, and he was saying huh. things like, everything begins with like three L's. What the hell is going on there? And then it's, and it is like, it's really hard. Like a, it's a sound and I can't well, explain. Well, she gave a very polite way of saying it. Yeah. He, he was, he was just like, yes, it sounded was like a scary monster. Well, it was funny. Well, you guys have nothing on the Icelandic. Uh, the Icelandic <laughs> yeah, people, I, that language is just, it baffles me. I can imagine. Yeah, that's another language. You know, how did the two of you meet and then consequently end up working together? Well, I have a funny story. I'll try and make it very brief, which is very difficult for me. (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) years ago, 
I was living in the city and Donna had had this huge hit and I had been touring with the band on Arista Records and I got the gig on a telephone and I, I thought that's the way it happened, which is not the way it happens. So I was just, we were done with that tour to promote this record. It was, it was the Real McCoys. And the guitar player, and I, I still to this day, it's a big mystery. He said, oh, you've got another gig. It's Donna Lewis. And, and she's doing a tour to support her record. And, uh, you know, I, I, I called this guy. I mean, I don't even remember the succession of phone calls. But basically, it came down to the fact that it just wasn't true. <laughs> mm. But I did speak to someone who said, oh, well, she is doing auditions. And there is a tour coming up. And we'll speak to the manager and, and send you some material. So I got the material. And I started learning her material. And, and I'll have you know, Donna, I practiced really, really hard. I learned sure the vocals and the hmm. keyboard parts. Yes. Then I found out that the, the great David Sanchez was chosen as the keyboard piano player. And so the, I don't think you even had auditions. Or I'm not oh, I never sure. had a, I don't think I ever had a backing vocalist either in the beginning. Well, yeah, so I, I don't didn't think even know did where that, that came from. I didn't even know. That yeah. was whack. And then so my... My then boyfriend, now a husband, took me upstate on his motorcycle. We came up before we moved here. We were at Bread Alone. And who walks in in her gorgeous, stylish, stripy, <laughs> multicolored pants and her, <laughs> her, 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 her shades, <laughs> you know, with her strapping husband and, and sits down and Jerry's like, Donna, Donna, like, Jerry. And I didn't even know that they knew each other. You were in Bread Alone. We saw each other. And I told her the story and we laughed. And then um, I was working on a Revenant project. Yes, and I begged Donna to. to but we really became yeah. friends, we became like friends. Uh, you know, when you marry Jerry, and then then you got pregnant. Oh, do you remember? Because I had my yeah, you uh, my were, arch. You were one of the first people I told. Yeah, and you just gave me a big giant hug. Well, I was elated because I was oh my out. gosh, I have <laughs> one friend that is going to have a baby too. <laughs> so that was fun, and then we became friends before we did any writing together. And then you, you did your project. No, it's true. And it's true. And in fairness, because Donna is not only an incredibly talented person, but an incredibly warm and lovely friend. I mean, she was the first person that, because a lot of our friends wouldn't have babies or even relationships. They'd just be musicians. And yes. And she made me feel good about being pregnant. Like, I was really, I wasn't sure what to expect. And she just made me feel so comfortable about it and happy. Yeah. You, you know, I, I I just for the first time maybe ever since I've been doing the show, I just sat back and started enjoying the show. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I, I lost my place. I'm like, should I, I should go in the control room and just listen to this? This sounds great. Uh -huh. um, we, we have that effect on people. Absolutely, right? you do. <laughs> Donna, yeah, yeah. what was it about Pamela's lyrics and her music that you were drawn to, that, that you thought, hey, we could do something together where our styles would fit together? Well, you know, I remember hearing Pam's album, I think it was Love. You gave that to me because I think you, you said, have a listen and I'd love you. Ooh, I had a little tinkle on the piano <laughs> then. Um, <laughs> and you asked me to write something about what I thought of your record. And I think it was oh the song God. on, was it called Harvey? Yeah. The song that really resonated with me. And I think Pam is... You know, she has this breathy voice. I mean, I have a, like, you know, similar kind of breathy voice too. And you're very lyrical and uh, very ethereal. You like these, like, ghostly, ethereal qualities in your music. So we definitely had something in common musically. And then Pam was working on a project called Revenant. And she, she said, would you like to sing on something or collaborate with me and that's how it started mm. and it was really we were both we both kind of like the same kind of things we like something that's really melodic ghostly and as I say ethereal atmospheric so we were on the same page and then then I think you know when, while our kids were in school we'd get together sometimes Pam would come over and we'd just improv on the piano and sounds and you know yeah i think also because we're so we're both so quick with ideas i think yeah we would just sit down together and always something would pop out and we would just look at each other like this is wow well you're both very prolific so i, I i'm not yeah, surprised you've got lots of ideas to choose from yeah and, th and the good thing for us because we are also very different mm -hmm. i'm a kind of a more um like organized and straight down the line more like a bit sort of strong hooks and stuff and Pam is the one she would push 
in the more alternative direction. So we were we had these differences that kind of pushed us each. Do the differences get in the way sometimes as well? Not musically. No. Not musically. No, I drive no. I drive her crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so personally they do, just not me. musically. <laughs> okay. I see. No, we just no, she's fun. I think it's almost like we fit together perfectly because we're not the same and you know, but there's enough commonality. And I think yeah, I think I think we really I think what I was meaning is like yeah. I remember doing lyrics for Indeed and mm -hmm. we might come up with the line and I'd be happy with that and Pam would say oh I think you know but what does this really mean I think we should use this other word and you would you would push to try and get something a little bit different a little bit more original so do you know what I mean so it was it was a good push and pull mm -hmm. but never yeah we never like argued no about no and you know in fact because because with with me lyrics tend to be very visual and it's almost like sculpting something and carving you know it's but there's always like a blowtorch and uh, <laughs> an icy <laughs> pool <laughs> yeah i love it love your yeah. there's always a bit of pain and then with donna it's just she just she opens her mouth you know and, and creates something melodic it just sounds so beautiful you become mesmerized by it and well, that's that's amazing it and is it you is. know and then very you very angelic you take that and i think on the other side of that where you're singing something which is nice but why not make it really poetically visually interesting and bring that element to it it it's a sum of its parts and i think that's where our strength is yeah just kind of bring out the best of each other's you parts. know two of us uh, it, and, it, and it's funny you know when we've done a couple of live things together it's hilarious because i think <laughs> i'm just so right i like to do my warm-ups and i <laughs> i like to be like really <laughs> focused and go, go and do my thing. And Pam is like, oh, I just invited, I met a keyboard player today, <laughs> and I invited him on stage. And I'm thinking, why? <laughs> oh, because he looks really cute. And, uh, Which is true. And he plays some great stuff. And then, and then I've also the invited <laughs> so-and-so can get up to sing with us. And it's like, so it's <laughs> hilarious because it's been it's been good because it's pushed me out of a little my bit of chaos. Zone. You know, yeah. it's, it's good. For, it's good for you, Donna. You know, yes. you know, Donna. You mentioned the breathiness in your voice and in Pamela's voice. Uh, yeah. Something I've also noticed too. And I meant to ask you specifically. I believe I asked Pamela on her podcast uh, about this. But is that something that you affect, or is that something that naturally happens that your voice kind of dissolves into that breathiness at the end of the note? I think mine's very natural. I think I've I've always had it. I don't know whether that was a Ricky Lee Jones influence I many, many years ago. I don't, I don't know. Think so. But it's almost like I just started to sing like that and it's just stayed with me. So I don't, it's funny because I have, I remember somebody on YouTube commented, I really like this song, but the, the whole breathiness is so contrived. And I wanted to say, ah. darling, that's me. That's the natural vibe of my voice. No, it's, it's true. It's just a natural thing for me. I don't it's kind natural. of try and sing with with that breath i don't think i i'd mm. like to be a raunchy gospel <laughs> singer but i i know no i always wanted to be aretha franklin it's very enviable i can't do it when i sing it's either all breath if i try to do it or i try to bring some body into it and then it's all body and no breath i, I can't find that happy you know, medium that's one thing that david was saying david Barron. you know he's, he's like you know you think it's easy to sing in pitch and sing breathy and and still carve out the melody not easy but it's not but we don't think about that. It's because no. it's just. Yeah. I, th I think it's also artistically a way that you learn to express yourself, Donna, you know, through your voice as an instrument. It just felt good. Yeah. Felt and right. also, I think for me, I know when I used to do the five hours a night, six nights a week for two months at those piano bars, I had to really kind of learn. I'm not going to make it if I'm going to sing every song mm -hmm. like full voice. Yeah. So I think that was yeah. another way of how my voice used the breath in that way because it was easier for me to keep going for that amount of time singing five five hours a night six nights a week that's a lot that's a lot i think that's where i kind of developed that kind of breathy vibe for me wow hmm. that's really that's yeah. interesting so let's talk about this queen town release your ep there's four songs on it post apocalyptic lullaby Yes, Pamela Suman's title, <laughs> which is genius. It, uh, it sounds like which Pamela Suman's title. you can Suman's only say title. well when you're sober. It, uh <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's, you know, there's a lot of anxiety on this album. There's a lot of mistrust and betrayal. and no. uh, uh, Oh, yeah. No. Oh, it's there. Oh, yeah. It's there. He knows, he knows his stuff. Oh, Pam, it's he there. He can read you like a book. It's <laughs> there. 
is definitely there. Out. And I wonder, <laughs> you know, I don't know you guys that well, but you seem to have wonderful lives and marriages and stuff. To make a, a dark album, how do you dredge up that emotion and make it real? Are you, are you drawing on memories? Are you, are you making it up? Where are you getting yeah, this it's from? It's a made-up character. I mean, that was Pam's idea. Well, you had a character. Think, yeah, I mean, I think everyone does it differently. You know, I think, you, you know, like with me, like I'm drawing from a bit of life experience and I'm making this, this world, you know, if you, I was just thinking of a fiction writer that writes characters mm -hmm. and lives and creates worlds. And you know, you you don't know unless they tell you in an interview, like, did you go through that? But that it's year? so heartfelt, though. It, it feels real. Yeah. And, and that's well, what you because want. Because it right? is real. Because yeah. whether it's real in action and real in this happened, this didn't happen, it's real somewhere. And you're and, and I do believe that. I do believe that it's real somewhere. And you're just, you're grabbing it and you're cultivating it. And so then it doesn't matter if it's real or if it's fiction, because it's real enough to be believable. So therefore, some aspect of it is real, whether it all happens in your head, or whether you're just like, you know, some wild and crazy person that really lives to the point. Is this a concept album? I, yes. 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 What's the concept? It's, it's sort of the hero's journey, yes. or the heroine's journey. It's the, there's an arc there. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's like new experience through love that you've not met, and then you go through it and you have, you know, the, this awakening and awareness, and then there's the dark night of the soul, you know, where, where, where the darkness comes in and the dark wisdom, and then, you know, you crash through and you're done with it all, and that's the death, and then after that, there's a, the, the afterlife and the wisdom that comes in. It's, wow. it's pretty typical, sort of like Joseph Campbell hero's journey, you know. Yeah, well Pam's really, she's amazing with the lyrical concept. Yeah. Well, she's well read, for one yes. thing. Yes. I just, you know, make you think that. But well, it's working. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Done With Love, one of the great songs off of this album. I mean, I almost consider this an anti-love song in a way. You have a lot of love songs that you write, Pamela, lyrically, and a lot of them are very romantic, a lot of romantic imagery. And this, too, but this is kind of the opposite in some ways, which intrigues me. I mean, you talk about, you know, I want to move to Paris and sing my songs and... and and uh, sing in drunken, tired. tired foreign tongues or something like Look that. Look you. Like, he's I mean done his homework. Well, yeah, it, but it was excellent. Remembering the way it just fell off your tongue, because I was I listening know. to it on the way here. Yeah. I wanted to listen and sort of prepare. Well, uh, I mean, it's a wonderful lyric. It's easy to remember because you can picture it, and I picture yes. it in my head. And then you're saying, I want to be alone. You, you invoke the old uh, Greta Garbo. In fact, you even mentioned Greta Garbo, <laughs> I think, in the song. Yes. You, you know, what? where does that come from? Why is the character going through that at that time? That they, they don't, y you're saying, don't fall for the diamond mm -hmm. ring. You know, push the diamond ring away. There's something better, maybe. Mm. Where does that come from? Sheer exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> they do mention in the line that you're tired. Yeah. I think, um, so like going back, which you know, is, is, is something else, but when we came up with the concept and we started realizing what it was, what the EP was. Mm. It was started as a, a triptych, three songs, um, in the journey of love, let's say. And then and then there then a fourth one got put in there as well, so you can't call it a triptych. The Done With Love would have been second. You know, the ex yes. Love Explodes obviously love the explodes. first. Done yeah. with love the second. When a person becomes so exhausted or you know, let's say a young lady or young man or a young person is just going through they're dating and they're seeing different people and they're loving different people and they're just so exhausted from it it's just it's it's so exhausted and maybe they're not even sure if they're hanging out with the right people you know but they're just open and loving and giving hmm. giving that and you just get to the point and i'm not sure who has experienced this maybe we've all experienced it a little bit in in our own way it's just that point where you're just so tired and so exhausted that you just, you don't even want to think about it. You don't even want to be engaged and involved with anyone. You just want to take an airplane, fly to Paris. Get out of town. Smoke cigarettes, exactly. drink lo lots of alcohol, walk around in a black and white noir setting. When do we leave? <laughs> exactly. I'm ready. That sounds great. It's just a great lyric, especially the chorus. Done with love, love's had enough of me, love's had its way with me. Like that's just smacked me in the face as a... Oh my God, I could just hear this, you know, in this great pop song. 
yeah it's it's a very honest emotion when you're just feeling just done you know it's all all the the life's energy is 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 just zapped you're done you're exhausted you give up you're you're waving your little white flag like i'm done i want our listeners to listen to this and hear what queentown sounds like so can we play done with love sure all right everybody pamela sue man donna lewis this is queentown listen up All of these songs have videos. That's a real advantage. Every one of these songs have has a video. People can go and watch, and they're very interesting. It looks like they took a long time. I have a feeling they didn't. Who directed these videos? Well, the, fir- the first one, Love Explodes, we just well. did a lyric a lyric video. I, yeah. I found um, this this artist on Instagram, and I love this one image, and he said we could use it. So, so that was just a lyric video. The second one, Done With Love, it's, you know, it's difficult being an artist trying to get a video it's like oh my gosh what are we gonna do and uh, done with love was just out in space and i w- you know somebody came up with the idea for that that would that wasn't either of our ideas but i think no, we it had kind of worked if we went back and did version two of that and had the budget <laughs> i know like we really we wanted to go do. to paris yeah, and yeah, do yeah. it we really wanted to do like that sort of noir mm, black yeah. and white greta garbo vibe in paris mm, but right. we just didn't have the budget and the other two, well, delete, delete. Visually, was your concept? Yeah, and, and that was really cool. I I wanted somebody to. I I kind of initially wanted a camera on, a woman, drawing a nude, sketch of another woman. But it it, it so it didn't ha- quite happen like that. But I mean, we hired this young. He's sixteen. This this guy to make those the two last videos, delete and beautiful sun. And um, 
in COVID times, it's not that easy to do, but I think he did a really great job. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, his name is Benny Randall and his, his film company is Mirror Up to Nature. And he, you know, he's actually making films and he's yeah, he's phenomenal. so yeah, so talented. Yeah. And um, and then beautiful son. That was that was a special one. Yeah, yes. fortunately, because Pam had written this song originally, and you can you can tell them about what it's about and everything. And um, but we had shot for for a, a Llewellyn song, um, Angeling Combat Boots. Um, we shot this video of Pam's daughter Faye years ago in the woods at my place in the middle of winter Poor and it child. was yeah, yeah. It was and so when we re remember that I thought it would be amazing to because this song is written about Faye uh, based on Faye in a way mother and daughter story um, that was really genius of you to bring it back around and introduce it not for that song but to bring it into this song and, and uh, then Benny's concept was I wanted to use I love that. old yeah. movie footage mixed in with this Faye footage. So I, I think that was his best video yet. Oh, absolutely. Like musically. And, and he's not <coughs> a musician. He's a you know, young filmmaker. But for yes. some reason, he just, just captured it. The uh, he captured the, the music very well. Yeah, yes. I'm really, really proud of that. Yeah. Done with Love, by the way. I have a note here that reminds me of a recovery song. Like recovering from the hangover of a relationship. You know? uh, uh, yeah, recovering know. from an uh, um, from a hangover with more cigarettes and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's cigarettes yeah, and alcohol in the dog. song. Hair yeah. of the dog. Hair of the dog. Yeah. Let's talk about. I know I'm going in reverse order. Let's talk about love explodes. There's love again under some kind of pressure. We love to love. I know. Can't you tell when you, you know, Donna and I are so we're emanating love. Lots of love <laughs> songs. I just like that they're diverse. They're not all they happy. Are, they, they are diverse. It's, it's the, I think the lyric that um, inspires the music on this. For example, praying for kindness obliterate blindness. That's a line from Love Explodes. Uh, Brilliant. Uh, and I don't just like that line because I'm blind. I'm, I'm just saying, I, I'm pointing that out because <laughs> you can laugh. That's supposed to be fine. <laughs> People never know what to say. <laughs> I joke around all the time about it. You should hear Paul. Forget it. Paul, oh Paul, Paul knows me well. You've got all kinds of I interesting lyrics on this one. Love explodes sometimes. There's mm -hmm. no way around it. Love explodes Brilliant. sometimes. You've got to lay down to it. You yeah. got to lay down to it. That fascinated me listening to it. Is that some kind of giving yourself over to the the reality of love? I mean, wh where does that come from? Did you write that, Pam? I wrote it. Yeah. It wrote itself through me. Um, mm. Basically, you know, when you you something comes along, maybe maybe it's not even it's completely unexpected, but you know something comes along, and then this oracle speaks, and um, you see that. You, you see you sees that love you know it's it's brave it's foolhardy it's you know um but you can't deny it you know so whether you know whether something happens in reality again or whether something happens in your mind how can you especially for the romantic the sensualist how can you um you know blake would agree kate bush would agree just there's nothing for it you know yeah. it, you you just have to it's almost like Pray to the God of love and just hope that, you know, I, I think Tom Petty has a beautiful lyric and I can't even remember the name of the song, but something about the steering wheel. And then you, you pray that the ground will just uh, not not open up and swallow you. So mm -hmm. no, sorry, <laughs> but that that's kind of the concept of just blind faith answering, you know, your 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 instinctual need to love and, and love presents itself and you're just opening yourself to it. It's so creative. You really captured something uh, with all of these songs, in fact, including Delete, Delete, which you mentioned, Donna, the video to. Yes. This is where I, I really started to listen carefully to all these lyrics and think, oh my gosh, we got deceit, we got betrayal, we got mistrust, <laughs> we got anxiety. <laughs> There's a lot of anxiety. And you can see how... <laughs> For me, you know, I normally write my own lyrics, but for me, it was kind of a joy to get these lyrics out of many others that Pam would send me. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, this is so inspiring for me to write to it. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why they all came. I was quickly. listening to you, s you know, the you singing um, Done With Love and Delete Delete and Love Explodes and those in particular, just hearing how you brought the lyrics to life in those choruses 
to really well read. they're just like they're, yeah. they're just they're so inspiring to me to do something musically Thank great you. you know i i feel fortunate that i <laughs> that i had those lyrics i feel to fortunate that you you don't hate me for sending you billions and billions 500 billions. pages <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> because you sift through and there's some <laughs> gems and you find the real gems in there you know you know, when I listen to this music, it sounds like one person wrote it, and that, and that I mean that as a compliment That's because great. you guys, you latched on to the lyrics with the perfect music. You, you, I, I think you knew what stuff to send. You knew what the best of your material was to send to Donna. I mean, it fits like a glove. Thank you. I you know, there's also this, um, and this happens with people. I think Donna and I sometimes do our best communicating without speaking. It's like symbiotically we understand, we get each other on this deeper level that we maybe sure. don't even intellectualize. Yeah. And we trust it. We both are the kind of artists where we we go in our instincts. There has to be a lot of trust yeah. to create these songs of great mistrust. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know, they're not pessimistic, but they're, they're disillusioned to yes. some degree. Or yeah. you're searching. You know, if there's yeah. the searching. I want to play Delete Delete. I, this is a, such a cool tune, and I want to talk a little bit about the production of it when we come back. Okay. This is Delete Delete. You're listening to Queentown. Hit it. Delete me from the world. Delete, delete. got that cool riff in it. I love that guitar riff that just repeats and you got this almost uh, slight hip hop influence in the drum machine. I, is that David Barron's influence? Well, I that came up with the Joanna. Yeah, I I did that initial demo first, the the guitar riff. I found this great guitar sound and I said I came up with that. And you wrote um, the guitar riff. I did. But then we got Jerry to play it. Jerry Leonard. Well, that was so very I smart. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
So I came up with that, and so that had the... It was almost like sort of old 80s synth vibe, wasn't it? I was thinking of a kind of like in excess sort of like the devil yeah. inside, like this like thing. Yeah. I don't know. And, and it was really like... Oh, the devil inside, in excess. That's, I had that's nothing interesting. Like I had it has that vibe. She, she was like, oh my God, you have to hear this. I put delete to, delete to music and, da, da, and and I heard it and it was like from outer space because... I had I wasn't it wasn't I wasn't in there during the creation of it at all yeah and, she, and and it was basically completely formed song in the demo. Well, what I sang. did I, I did I did that Amazing. demo and I did my vocals and then when I went up to because you were in New York at the time and you couldn't get back and I went up to David's studio because he's so busy it's like okay I'm free today so it's like grabbing him. We kept all my vocals that I did at my place and he came up then he came up with the the, the drum groove and the strings string and the strings oh, God, i love his string Did you do strings on that yeah and then you know he was saying it'd be great to have a real guitarist play this and we said well i happen to know one jerry <laughs> and you play so jerry <laughs> that's handy did the vibe yeah very Which handy is great yeah so let's talk about david uh for a second david Barron. W- what does he bring to the table that queentown wouldn't sound the same without i think that for the longest time Donna and I would create music together and there was this one aspect and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it Donna Mm. where we were just like oh if there was just someone to do really cool beats or loops or this kind of edgy production like we again like we we identified we knew something that we wanted to bring to what we were doing and um, for, for my part I got to work with David it was such an amazing life-changing experience. I mean, I'm saying that, you know, honestly. H- how so? Because he's just, he unceremoniously just cut the fat and took away all that was unnecessary in the song that I brought to him and produced this gem. It was like he he distilled, like an alchemist, like he, f- he just found the gold in, in, in what I gave him. And and got rid of the stuff that was unnecessary, hmm. you know, arrangements yeah. and editing and boom, boom and so quickly and beautifully. So I was so excited. I was like Donna, oh my God, we have to go in with David on something. Yeah. So he hears the song, he finds the most interesting part of the song, the hook and everything, and that he'll say to us, "I like that part you played, so let's not change that. Mm. I like that backing vocal you mm-hmm. did. Let's not let's keep that in." So he he's just able to pull out the gems of the mm-hmm. song, and then, you know, he's so he's so talented and he's so diverse. I mean, I, I've seen him, a young artist like I mentor that I introduced her to him because she sent me some songs that she'd written that I had no idea what to do with, and he he mm-hmm. figured it out. He's 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 able to he's figure yeah, out the right he's production. So quick. And and yeah. he he works on his instincts. Yes, he does as well. But he d- and he also the thing is, he again he felt Donna and I and our energy. I think he felt our vibe. I think he just yeah. felt who we were. He got who we were. So he didn't change us. He didn't turn us into something else. I think he's brought that sort of the edgy yeah. quality to the the drums and everything. But also he's an incredible string arranger. Oh, I think Greentown. Yeah have have these moments in each song where there's this gorgeous string thing happening and so we I love that like it can be this like dirty vibe mm-hmm. of the the drums and everything with these angelic voices and then these strings on the and top and that's the real classic element that's yeah. the the timeless thing yeah well, it's very it's sensitive yes. yeah and 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 so emotional i mean his string arrangements are yes. so deeply emotional yeah fantastic and we like to work like that you know i think as writers it's ever so hard when you've written a song and then you labor over the production of it. Oh, it's just yeah. a joy to sort of write something and it's like boom, boom. You know, you just go with what comes naturally. We like that, don't we? We love it. Well, that brings <laughs> me to the last song to mention on the EP. And as Donna will tell you, I have my favorites. This is my favorite. This one truly inspires me. I love the whole album. But the one that really gets to me is Beautiful Sun, yeah. post-apocalyptic lullaby. The title of the album comes from Beautiful Sun, doesn't it? Because that, that's the subtitle of Beautiful Sun as well, isn't it? Well, I think um, you like it because it's not angry. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Because No, because no, I like the angry, angry ones. Woman. I like yeah. the angry ones. 
I really do. But this one has a sense of resolve. Uh, yes. It has a sense of renewal. The sun is mm -hmm. symbolic of renewal. It, it, it rises anew every day. So it's like a new start. And you say in the song, I know I ran away. But I came back, and, and now I'm back forever. It's it's the most yeah. self-assured song oh God, on the, the album. Oh, God, you that, though, John. I was thinking about oh, it. Oh, the, the vocals are just gorgeous. Here, but I'm back. At, like, just the way yeah. you're saying it. It's like, it's like the sun itself. Uh, yeah. Seriously, not, not to get too maudlin, but the, the vocals <laughs> are really beautiful. Oh. Yeah, great. Uh, and, and David does have, he's such a great vocal um, oh God, yeah. mixer. Oh my I God, mean, yeah. he just really he makes the vocals sound amazing. But yeah, I think you're right. It's renewal, especially the ending is mm -hmm. our favorite. Oh God, we love the where ending. those backing vocals yeah. come in, oh yeah. and you will see a um, new world. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I think I so. So that that song was really interesting the way it came together too, because uh, it was different than the others in that I ha I think I. I don't know if it was after Queentown had gone in or before. You have a much better memory than I do, Donna, with those the chronolo chronology. I think you wrote it before Queentown. You started doing anything. Um, it was yeah. It was was definitely. Well, that's the funniest thing. It was written after the other you things were written. But and so in as the triptych, the idea of that was just that um, in that journey, the post-apocalyptic lullaby. It was basically at the end of the journey where you you recognize there's hope and um yeah hope that's what yeah. i heard so long story short david and i had worked on that song together and it had a chorus and a verse and but the, you know the verse was just very linear and very like understated and 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 probably not that strong just more hypnotic and i don't even know how it came to be that donna came in with this kick-ass verse well i think you when you when you recorded it and you played it to me and i said oh my god the chorus is amazing and the verses are nice but it didn't you d didn't remember it and well i think you said like oh chorus, so do you want to like have yeah. a go at something and that's what i did and again it's just coming up with something that naturally felt right with the track and oh um, yeah and it just it brought that song to a whole other level yeah and it was just so fun because I mean, it, with with that one in particular, vocally I'm I'm more involved in it as well with Donna. But I swear there are times where I can't even tell who's who. <laughs> I'm like, wait, did Donna sing that or did I sing mm -hmm. that? And it's our voices actually blend really beautifully together. I have trouble telling the difference when you're singing together, who is who. I also have uh, that that same that same feeling. I forget that I'm me and I think I'm Donna sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, does that ever happen to you, Donna? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, look. With with that, I'll, I'll I'll let you guys discuss that while we're listening to Beautiful Sun. I want to play this. We're starting to run out of time, and before we get out of here, I got to play this song. I want people to hear it. It's a perfect marriage between lyrics and music, if you ask me. Listen to this. This is Queentown, Beautiful Sun. <laughs> And when you wake up in the morning, there will be a beautiful sun. And when you wake up in the morning, you will see a beautiful sun. Fire and burn the house down, he ran away. 
That's just great. So how is the album doing? Can you guys promote this just on your own without being able to go out and play live because of this craziness that we're involved in? Uh, how do you push this this great music? Well, I think th to start with, we just wanted to put put it out there, didn't we? This is th these four songs that we absolutely love. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we want to do more. Um, we're just doing what we can at the moment, aren't we? Because we both have our own. Pam's got her record coming out at the end of the year and I, I'm doing my stuff so we kind of want to see I mean it's it's been well received we haven't like got big numbers going because we haven't really been out there to push it mm -hmm. but I think we're just going to see how it goes right yeah and we I mean I'm so proud of of Queen Town of, of post-apocalyptic lullaby because it is a complete conceptual world you know it is, yeah. it is in our minds it is a thing so I mean of course we'd love to to play it live you know in some respect we'd love to just will you play it live at some point maybe i mean i think it just depends mm -hmm. on what you'll do with your record i mm -hmm. mean i think if there's time where we could both come together and do some live i, I think we'd, we'd love to do that yeah. it's just i think we're we're just like open aren't we if somebody came up and said oh my god we want you to do these few things live together. Yeah, oh yeah, we'd, we'd always mm -hmm. love to do that. Mm -hmm. yes. But we'll definitely write more stuff together and and yeah. work with David as well. And, yeah. and um, Well, let me yeah. ask you both, where does Queentown fit into your own careers? I know, Donna, you're very busy. Uh, Pamela, you, you just released a new album in November break, which is great. You, you, you guys have your own things to do. Where does Queentown fit in to each of your schedules and priority-wise, I mean, I'm sure Pam feels the same. You know, as a as a singer-songwriter and artist, I just want to do things that inspire me and that I love. Mm. And I mean, this kind of came out. We didn't really plan it. It just no. kind of came out of. It just came together very very quickly, and we wanted to run with it. Mm -hmm. And I think um, we haven't got like big plans for it, but I'm I'm sure. You know, if we write more, and we go back into the studio, mm -hmm. then we could think about it. It just, ha I suppose, it just has to tie in with our lives. You know, it's up there as far mm -hmm. as we're very both very proud of it, and but it's just juggling these no, projects absolutely. now. I, I think that um, you know, you have collaborations and you have different projects with different people. The interesting thing, and in retrospect, looking back at Queentown, and I, I learned so much, and. Thank you, Donna. <laughs> like I learned th mm -hmm. so much, th th you know, through this process. I think Queentown is a world. It's not just a collaboration writing together. It's much. It's huge. Yeah. Like yeah. it's got its own. It's its own it entity. It's right got there. its own life. It doesn't really sound like either of your solo stuff. I mean, it's. it's no, and it's it's all about. It's this uh, powerful woman character, isn't it? I mean, we wanted to like get mm -hmm. that across. Yeah, and you know, um, don't be afraid to to feel it, to say it, or live it, or you know, and then sing about it because I think people are like, oh no, I can't do that, yeah. I can't write that, I can't sing that, I can't. I bet if Taylor Swift heard all the songs, I bet she'd love it. Send it to her. 
she'll, she'll cover it, and then you guys will own the Hudson oh, Valley. Oh, yeah, that would be <laughs> you'll, awesome. Then we you'll rule this place. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Then we, then we can, can make, make the filmette. I know, yes. <laughs> can we expect more Queen Town music in the future? I think so. I think when it when it fits in, we'll, we'll get these few little projects out the way that we're doing. It's, uh, it's wait Queen Town is waiting for Donna and I to... Probably in the winter months when we're like snowed in and, and angry. And yeah, <laughs> that's when we work our best. Oh, just just when Corona finally we get it under control, it's going to be winter time. We'll have to go back inside again. Exactly. Oh, what a I drag! Know, it's what crazy. a perfect time for Queendown. I know. Uh, I know you guys and then you can will lose be your busy. Bone in the snow <laughs> and those kind of because there's always something, as you know, with Pamela. It's an interesting time. You can film me underwater. It's a good. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah. We underwater. Laugh. Oh, yeah, oh that's yeah. another story. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's, that's another podcast or after the podcast. We'll yes. talk about that. Yeah, when we've written our next batch of songs, mm -hmm. we'll come in and discuss that. I yeah. hope you do. Yeah. I've enjoyed <laughs> this very much. Donna, Pamela, can't thank you enough. I can't believe you were, you were both able to be here at the same time. It's made this Queentown podcast fantastic. I thank you both very much for being thank here. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. I hope we get a chance to talk again. You're listening to The Rick Z Show. I'm your host, Rick Z, produced and engineered every week by Rusty Johnson. And thanks to Paul Antonell for letting us invade his clubhouse studios here in Rhinebeck. Please click subscribe. We love subscribers. It's one of our favorite things of all time. Click away, people. And come back next week, and I promise we'll have another talented Hudson Valley musician right here. And we'll see you then.